Thanks for listening. Local voice, local teams, local roots. The Doug Lang Network at www.onthedln.com. Thanks so much for listening along. It's the Doug Lang Network. We're online at onthedln.com. We turn our attention to prep soccer. It is to a state, and it is right here in our own backyard as the Seahome Mariners will square off against Port Angeles coming up on Tuesday night, 6 o'clock in the round of 16. We get an opportunity to talk to the head coach for Seahome. That is Richard Henderson. Coach, good to talk to you. Congratulations on the district crown. Let's start there. What was Saturday like, a really tough 2-1 victory over Liberty? Yeah, it was um... – it was. When we get to the district final, I thought it was going to be tough. There's no easy games kind of after that point. But actually, you know, I felt quite comfortable, to be honest, overall. Um, we had a good game plan. It was, you know, some of the work in a, trapping them in a, playing out from the back, and we had a lot of early opportunities. And we are just glad we got 2-0 up. Uh, and then towards the end, you know, they scored a good goal. It was a great finish, to be fair. And I kind of made it in there every last few minutes. But, you know, apart from that, I thought we were you know, handling quite well, and we did everything that we uh, had set out to do. So I think it's a good it's a good um, stretch rehearsal for going into the tough games that we'll be getting at state. But you know, I told the guys you got to celebrate um, the wins when they come, and you know, they're the first home team in quite a while to win that district. So uh, they're excited about it, and it was definitely a good a good win for us. So now you turn your attention to a matchup on Tuesday at Civic Stadium against Port Angeles. This team is just red hot. You guys haven't lost, dropped a game since all the way back in what mid March. 15-3-1, what has been so effective for you guys, well, really throughout this entire season? You know, I think uh, one of the best things was our loss uh, to Burlington. It was uh, only our, our second game in the regular season, and we lost at home. And, um, you know, you can say whether that was a fair result or not, but it all is we lost, and uh, there were things that we needed corrected. And I remember saying at the time that this could be, the best thing that happened to us, um, losing a game that we're supposed to win on paper and kind of asking the, the guys to define how they want to go about the season. And we had a team meeting after that and kind of talked through you know, exactly what, what our goals were, both short and long term. So uh, I think that was the best thing for us and that kind of made a catalyst. I think the guys initially maybe you know, thought just because of the success we had last year and getting to the quarterfinals of the state that, you know, we kind of relax a little bit and you know, the whole time I've been here as my third year, we've been talking about changing the culture. And I think that's the biggest thing that's happened. I mean, Seahom, Squawkham, Lyndon, Dangham, they, they always have the players. Um, but, you know, it's the culture. And I think for, for me, it's been seeing that come through in this year more than ever. You know, they've had to voluntarily get up and do morning workouts, um, voluntarily kind of enforce their own accountability, um, and voluntarily play play with no restrictions. Um, so. I think there's been really culture shift in this group, and they're the ones that I had when I first came in. So they've had me for three years, and seeing them grow into an emerging leader has been great. So we've not changed a whole lot of how we play and our tactical flexibility. There's not really a magic bullet with that. It's just uh, it's more of a cultural shift, and I think it takes two, three years to make an impact, and these guys are kind of running the forefront for us. So tactically, we're not doing anything really different than in the past. We, we move between three at the back and four at the back, but... I mean, people watch our videos, they scout us, and there's not really a secret there. Um, but it's more just uh, how we train and, and our tactical flexibility, uh, I think, has been, been the biggest thing, along with that Burlington loss has been the catalyst, I think, for this group to kind of stay focused and not take any anything for granted. 
That is the voice of the City Home Boys soccer coach, Richard Henderson, as they get ready to square off with Port Angeles coming up Tuesday, 6 o'clock at Civic Stadium, opening round play in 2A State. You mentioned last year's success. You guys ended up losing the quarterfinals in state. Mm. Has that been a motivator? I mean, when I take a look at it, obviously the success of the regular season a tough uh, overtime victory over Mount Lake Terrace. Then you take care of business against Burlington. Have you got the sense that those there's some unfinished business from last year's loss in the quarterfinals for this group? Oh, definitely. Uh, the guys still talk about it. I mean, that game, again, we don't want to go back and <laughs> kind of rest on on things we can't change. But, I mean, even that game in, in normal time, we had a call that went against us. Uh, we got a bad penalty call against us. It was, you know, clear we had the crossbar at the we did everything but score, and but they, you know, they had a fantastic goalie, and they, they ended up winning on penalty kicks. And like I told the guys, if you leave it up to overtime or penalties, that's the kind of thing that can happen. So I think for this year, they've got a, we've been focused on really trying to throw the game in normal time and let our, let our talent shine through. And yes, I think they've definitely um, taken that into consideration, as well as the you know lost to Burlington, which you know, Burlington a good team, you know they they made it through as well, um, but just. Just these kind of locks, you know. I think that's that's been a big part of it, and that they can't leave anything a chance because the teams now are getting so well organised, and they know everything about every team, even on the district. Uh, I was playing against that last game, the coach said like he knew my players better than I did. You know, he, he knew exactly where we played and what we did, and he had watched so much film on us. So there's not really a hiding place anymore. We, you've lost the element of surprise, and so I think people knew we'd be decent this year. Um, just based on the guys who are returning. But like I said, a lot of people think this is just this year. But you know, I've been building these guys for three years. Um, you know, kind of picked a lot of those guys at sophomore level, knowing that we would be small that first year, and we still made it out of this well, the district. Um, but I knew it was part of a bigger kind of cultural shift for the program. So, yeah, the answer is yes. So, Richard, let me ask you about this Port Angeles squad, the fifth seed out of the West Central District, 13-4-1, and one, uh, what, uh, 51 goals on the season, 18 that they've given up. What stands out about them? What do you guys got to do against them? I think they're a little bit more direct than we are. Um, they have a lot of pace um, kind of in the attacking areas. So, when they seem to rely on kind of one, one v one ability, um, but we don't know a whole lot uh, else other than that. But... Um, I think, you know, again, like I told them, it's it's more about what we do, right? It's about how we show up. And um, like I said, they, they, they may set up differently. And, you know, we have a couple, we have tactical flexibility in that. If, one, if a team does this, it can result to that without having to wait to half time. You know, the guys know, you know what to do in the situation. So uh, most teams have pace, have size. And so it's not really about them, to be honest. You know, it's kind of appreciates what, what we do. And like I've told the guys, there's, there's not necessarily a plan B, you know, plan B is to do plenty better and we just need to execute when we get there. Um, we know we know what we can do where our strengths are, we know what we're not so good at. Um, but I think we have to just be weary of getting to, uh, having too much possession in their half and I think our biggest weakness is when we're we're on the ball and when we're comfortable in the possession and they can hit us in the kind of type of pace. And so I think they're coming here with a lower seed and uh, that's actually where we struggled against teams that sit in and try and hit us on the counter. When it's an open game, we're, we're, we're kind of unbeatable, really. Um, but when they sit in and try to hit us on the counter attack, we can sometimes get open because we like to attack and we like to have the, the line share of possession. So we have to be constant at that and their pace up top. And I think if we handle that, we'll, um, we'll, we'll be fine. Hey, Richard, we wish you guys the best of luck, and hopefully you guys get a good turnout there at Civic Stadium for the matchup. 
yeah, no, I appreciate it. appreciate it, Tony, and yeah, if anyone's around there, please come out and support us uh, as of Tuesday and then hopefully Saturday. There you have it. That is Richard Henderson, the head man for Seahawk Boys Soccer. They'll take on Port Angeles, 6 o'clock Tuesday night at Civic Stadium in 2A State, the round of 16. Thanks for listening along right here on TDLN, the Doug Lang Network. Want even more from the Doug Lang Network? A picture paints a thousand words, so follow us on Instagram at the Doug Lang.